You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Center Zach Frazier over that football, sends it back, and here goes Garrett. 15 to the outside, 10 to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Garrett Green. An 18-yard run on cue. That's a hat trick of touchdowns. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here now is the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caritti, joining the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. I like cut courtesy of the West Virginia Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Tony Caridi with the call. And we're joined now by the voice of the Mountaineers uh, doing double duty this week. Basketball tonight and football in Waco coming up on Saturday. Uh, Tony, when I set this up, I didn't realize how close your game time was <laughs> coming up this oh. afternoon. So really appreciate your time. Thank you. Oh, buddy, it's always good to be with you. Yeah, we're in that time of the year. We've got one more weekend, don't we, John, where the two yep. uh, mingle uh, with each other. And it's always fun, but at the same time, when it's done, you kind of go like, oof, I'm glad I got through that. So you're in Brooklyn, and I am in Cape Coral, Florida, looking at palm trees. So oh. it's, it's that time of the year. Sorry about All that. All right. All right. Very good. Well, I appreciate your time, and we won't keep you long. Uh, what What about basketball? you got a tough game against Virginia coming up, right? Yeah, we do. Um, hey, for those that don't know our story, um, it's, uh, it's a difficult road that West Virginia is going to be uh, navigating this season uh, with all of the uh, turbulence that we had uh, in the off season with Bob Huggins and his departure. Uh, we have just been, um, you know, really gutted roster-wise. We're, we're dressing eight scholarship players. We're dressing a total of nine players. And um, unfortunately, John, as you know, you need as many bodies as possible. And we're, you know, I can tell early on that we're running out of gas. We played a really good first half the other night against uh, SMU. We were up by 11 at the end of the first half, but we're playing six guys, uh, literally playing six guys. And um, as a result of that, you know, we, we get fatigued and ended up losing that game. And so really difficult here. Hopefully we may get a guy or two back uh, in the next, uh, you know, several weeks. But at this point, it's, it's, been, it's been a difficult, uh, difficult start for us. Yeah, that's tough. And, uh, you know, us being in Brooklyn, we were at dinner last night, and I was remembering uh, our table was talking about that kind of that Big 12 junket when the commissioner and Scott Drew and Bob Huggins came up here just to promote Big 12 basketball a year ago, and that got Coach Drew telling Huggins' story. <laughs> so it was <laughs> it was uh, pretty entertaining for sure. <laughs> yeah, never a dull moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what I found out recently? We played Auburn, and Randall Dickey does radio. And I said, uh, how is uh, James Dickey doing? He said he's at West Virginia now, and I had no idea. I love James yeah. Dickey. You tell him hello for me. I definitely will. He's he's wonderful. So because of all the change, I thought it was a great move by our athletic director, Ren Baker, to suggest that they bring in a special advisor for the season. And so James Dickey uh, has come in. He's been in that role. He's absolutely, as you well know, instantaneously, everyone loves him. Right. And uh, his counsel and his wisdom through the many years is certainly helping um, this staff uh, as they try to uh, you know get through this year. Well, very good. Please tell him hello and look forward to seeing him later in the season. Who, who are the other teams that are in that tournament field there? 
So we had SMU, Wisconsin, and Virginia. Wisconsin surprised UVA in their opening game. And I mean to tell you, buddy, as you well know, you've probably run into these guys in the past, but Wisconsin brings a herd of people. And they just played, they played fantastic. I mean, they just were wonderful. And to be honest with you, I think the championship was that night. Uh, UVA and Wisconsin, I think that uh, Wisconsin will have a little problem tonight with SMU. Very cool. All right, let's switch to football. Uh, you guys coming to Waco, close the regular season this Saturday. Uh, what a great season uh, Coach Brown, Neil Brown, has going. Seven wins already in uh, on the season, looking for number eight this Saturday. Uh, it, it has been, you know, there have been a little turbulence along the way, but I think right. it's been a really, really good season for West Virginia. Yeah, it certainly has, John. You know, we go back when we were together in July, um, at media day. And you remember when he got onto the uh, podium there and he said, you know, I'm, I'm very upset um, that we've been picked 14th uh, dead last in this league. And he said, uh, we won't finish 14th. And those of you that voted us uh, that way, you, you didn't do your work. And he knew that he had an offensive line coming together that had been together for a long time among a few other parts. And, and we won't finish, um, 14th, obviously, you know, we've got, a, we've got an opportunity for an upper half um, finish in the conference. And if things, you know, play out, you know, this could potentially be an eight win regular season. And the, the Vegas boys had four, four and a half at the start of the year. And then you got an opportunity for a bowl game. So I'm thrilled for him. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. He, he, he inherited, uh, he started from scratch five years ago and he built this thing up and he's done a really good job. It's interesting, uh, just doing some studying for the game this week, how good West Virginia is running the ball, rushing the ball, second in the Big 12, fourth nationally in rush offense. Uh, And one of the questions uh, Coach Brown answered this week was, it's kind of a a change of uh, thought process or a change of attack, isn't it, to to rely so much on the run. Yeah, because in his previous stops, right, he was known as a throwing guy. Right. Uh, you know, when we ran into him in our first year in the league, which is 12 years ago, uh, he was the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech. Uh, they, they threw it all over the place back in the uh, Seth Deggy days. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that he looked at it when he got to West Virginia and said, we need to be able to run. And they built it. And the nice thing about this is, you know, from an internal perspective, three of those kids on that offensive line that are starters are from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's almost unheard of. I know in Texas, that's not that hard to pull off because, you know, there's so many kids in your state. But to get three starters from West Virginia, and two of them are going to be pros, the left tackle, Wyatt Milam, and the starting center, Zach Frazier, they'll play in the NFL. The other, the right side tackle, Doug Nestor, has got an opportunity to play in the pros. And so to have that happen and for him to build that up, um, that's, that's even, to me, it's been even more special. Was uh, part of the success for West Virginia, or, or did, it, did the season sort of take off when your quarterback situation settled, got, got yeah. settled? Yes, yeah, it did, John. So when we went to, we opened at Penn State, and Garrett Green played the way, through the way, the sixth, the fifth play, actually, of our, of our third game. We had Duquesne after that, easy win, and then we, we played Pitt, and he injured his ankle the fifth play of the game. So we had to go through Pitt, and Texas Tech without him. Mm-hmm. And that did not allow this offense to get his rhythm. Uh, credit to Nico Marchio, who came off the bench and helped beat Pitt and beat Tech. Then he came, Garrett got healthy again for TCU. 
because Nico got hurt <laughs> that week on Wednesday. And so he got forced to play. And he went out there, and little by little, you know, we've had some guys miss on the offensive line. But right now, we're healthy on the O-line. And Garrett's playing, you know, he had a bad game two weeks ago against Oklahoma, at Oklahoma, but he bounced back last week. And so now you're just going to try to get to that point where you can become more consistent. All right. Game coming up on Saturday, Saturday evening. Are you uh, coming straight from Florida to Waco, or are you going back to West Virginia first? We're going to go back. Yeah, we're going to, we have to land. Unfortunately, we have to land in Pittsburgh tonight. So we got about a 4 a.m. by the time we get home. Ugh. And uh, my my wife's family is from Pittsburgh. So I'm going to drive from Pittsburgh to Morgantown, get home about 6. And then we have dinner at noon tomorrow. And then Friday, <laughs> we'll take off and head to Waco. <laughs> so, But it's good, man. Oh, you my know gosh. What, man? Yeah. It, could be, it could be hard. If we had real jobs, it would be really hard. So this yeah. is fun. Yeah, that's true. Very cool. Well, travel safe, uh, especially driving late night tonight, uh, and look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thanks for your time today. I know it's not the best with a game coming up, but I appreciate your time. It's always my pleasure, buddy. Good luck to you guys tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. You too. Tony Caridi, the great voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor in West Virginia comes up on Saturday. It is senior day for the Bears. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. Saturday afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and West Virginia. West Virginia leads the all-time series 6-4. to four. It's been uh, uh, pretty much a home-and-home home series. Baylor leads 4-1 to one in games played in Waco. Um, but West Virginia is uh, uh, setting, as we said, at 7-4. and four. They are going for their eighth win of the year, and they're going for their sixth conference win would certainly have them finish in the upper half of the league. As Tony said, that uh, preseason prediction really stuck in the craw of Neil Brown, picked last in the Big 12, and they're <laughs> not going to finish anywhere near last this year. He definitely had the last uh, laugh, there are, didn't he? I think so, yeah. I mean, he said it, and he was just, you know, he was uh, so strongly, he, he was mad, you know. He was mad that they were picked last. Well, I can remember that from Big 12 media days. So uh, he knew, as Tony said, he knew what he had coming back with the offensive lineman, the running game, and he went out and proved it. Big 12 football, uh, two games on Friday, Black Friday, TCU at 14th-ranked Oklahoma. That's 11 a.m. on Fox, and then 6.30 on ABC on Friday evening. Texas Tech at number seven, Texas. If the Longhorns win, they clinch the number one seed. They'll clinch a spot in the Big 12 championship, if Texas loses, if Texas Tech wins over Tech, uh, Texas, um, all bets are off. There will be uh, a lot of scenarios going into Saturday's games. Texas could still get there. Um, you know, Texas could get there if they lose on Friday. Uh, could get to the championship if two of the three two-loss teams, Kansas State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, lose on Friday and or Saturday. So there are still scenarios for Texas to get there. But the uh, the shortest path, really, Aaron, is uh, Texas winning at home over Texas Tech. And then if Oklahoma State wins over BYU, that game is 2.30 Saturday afternoon on ABC, then Oklahoma State would be in the Big 12 championship game. There are a lot of other scenarios. The game's on Saturday. Houston at UCF, 11 a.m. on uh, FS1. BYU at 23rd-ranked Oklahoma State, 2.30 on ABC. 
West Virginia at Baylor, 6 p.m. on FS1 and here on ESPN Central Texas. 25th ranked Kansas at Cincinnati, 6.30 on ESPN2 and Iowa State at number 21, Kansas State. Uh, and that game is at 7 o'clock on Fox on Saturday. So a lot of scenarios still going into the final weekend of the regular season. Uh, Commissioner Brett Yormark is here in Brooklyn, and uh, I think we're set up to have him on at halftime with us tonight. So we'll talk basketball for sure, but we'll talk a little football also with uh, this football season going down to the final weekend and, and really the final games before the Big 12 championship teams, Aaron, will be decided. And it's like that every year. This, this, yeah, that's true. Of all the Power Five conferences, the Big Twelve definitely has the most parity. It's it came down to the last week uh, last year with Kansas State and TCU. It came down to the yeah. last week the year before with Baylor, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. Just expected at this point. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. So we'll watch those games and uh, certainly hope for a good crowd coming out for Senior Day for uh, for Baylor on Saturday, 6 p.m. at McLean Stadium. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, look ahead. We'll wrap things up. We'll head into.